Hello, welcome once again to Boa Hancock and the One Piece podcast, a weekly podcast on the television series One Piece, the live action show on Netflix that came out on September 30th, 2023. I am one of your co-hosts, Philip, from the state of New Hampshire in the U.S. of A. and with me in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Hey, this is Barrett. Barrett, how are you? Good. Well, I disagree. I don't think you're doing good. Well, maybe you're. <laughs> I'm doing great, but uh, yeah, you, 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 I expected you to disagree with me. Yeah, yeah. Barrett <laughs> offline said said that me and him always disagree about about nothing. Now, when it comes to movies, we're we're, we're pretty good. But, but when it comes to about nothing, we we disagree. So, like the the sky is blue. No, it's it's a little tail tonight. Uh, but either way, um, and in the uh, Canadian province of Alberta, Canada. It's Sean who's happy to be getting the tail end of COVID. How are you? <laughs> you doing well now? Doing well? Uh, better than I was last week, that's for sure. So Yes, yes, you couldn't join us because you had the, the laryngitis thing and all that stuff. And oh, in, it all. <laughs> indeed. And in the state of Missouri? This is Kevin. Kevin, how are you, sir? Glad it's finally fall. Okay. If you I'm there with you. I was ready for fall since last fall. All right, I'm uh, I'm gonna be hanging up now. Talk to you guys later. You pissed me off. <laughs> Great episode. Anyway. Yeah. All right. See you later. All right. Anyway, um, for folks who are curious, today is October 10th, 2023, that we're recording this because uh, for some of our listeners, like Pam, are always curious when we release episodes of our other podcasts, uh, but this one, since it's a, uh, I guess, timely in a sense, uh, it'll be released almost immediately, probably tomorrow morning, actually, um, because uh, I'm not going into the office, so I don't have to commute, so instead of commuting, I can just uh, upload it in the morning. Um, also, uh, what we do on this podcast, basically we talk uh, weekly about each episode of the podcast, even though Netflix dropped it all uh, at the same time, basically uh, how they do a lot of their television series, they just drop the entire season or half the season uh, all at once. Uh, this season was dropped all at once, uh, but rather than binge it uh, and just do one episode on the season, we've been doing a weekly episode on each uh, episode of the season, so an episode of the podcast for each episode of the season. And tonight we're going to talk about episode six, The Chef and the Chore Boy, uh, directed by Tim Southam, uh, who I think is uh, Canadian, as a matter of fact. Yes, yes. Uh, oh, and speaking of Canada, I would like to wish our Canadian listeners, including our great uh, co-host Sean, a very happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. I'm uh, thankful for that. And, uh, yes, they have a Thanksgiving uh, in the month of October. Uh, and then uh, Lara uh, Jackim uh directed no she didn't she wrote it she wrote it and she is not Canadian she's an American um and actually the you know what I screwed that up none of this came out on September 30th it was August 31st so that was way off Jeez. Uh, that was crazy yeah if it was September we would only be on episode three right now but yeah so anyway um so we're here to talk about uh the sixth episode we're assuming that everybody has seen the television series 
or specifically this episode of the series because uh, you probably wouldn't want to uh, be here if you uh, hadn't seen it because we spoil everything. Uh, basically, we're here to talk about uh, everything in the episode or related to the episode, including stuff from the prior episodes and what we think will happen in episode seven and eight that's coming up. But uh, the reason uh, we do that is because uh, we're here to just have fun and talk about the show, and we're assuming that everybody here is also curious to hear other people's opinions, maybe talk about things that they missed or or maybe didn't even understand or did understand, but just want to hear different perspectives, and that's what we're here to do. Uh, now, we have a website, which is www.darkdiscussions.com. That's a website where this podcast can be found among all the other podcasts that we do on the network. Every co-host that you hear tonight uh, does other podcasts on the network. Uh, we'll talk about those uh, as we wrap up the episode near the end. Uh, also, uh, we have an email, which is darkdiscussions at AOL.com, and if you email us, uh, we will read your email on the podcast. Just write one piece in the subject or Boa Hancock in the subject and uh, whatever else you want to write in the subject, but make sure you have one of those two uh, in the subject because uh, we get a lot of emails and if you type in one piece or Boa Hancock, uh, I can do a search through our email inbox and we will find those emails easily, otherwise it will get lost in the shuffle of uh, the stuff that comes in. Um, also, uh, Sean, what else can people find on www.darkdiscussions.com? Uh, you can also find the link for Patreon, which is a way that people can support different creators. So go to Patreon, and uh, if you can afford it, we know these are tough financial times, but if, even if you could afford a dollar a month, that helps because the podcasts, though they're released free across all the different podcast providers, there's a ton of expenses that are behind the scenes that villains are usually having to deal with. So uh, anything you can contribute financially is appreciated. But if you're able to donate $5 a month, uh, you can then pick a movie that will go into a draw every quarter that, if it's picked, will then be reviewed either on the, the Dark Discussions main feed or one of the sister podcasts, depending where it falls genre-wise. Um, as I say, anything you can provide us financially is appreciated. If you're not able to, you can still support us like you do by listening to us and downloading uh, our stuff across the board. But also by sharing stuff on social media helps too. But anything you can do to support us is appreciated and we're thankful for all that you've done to get us to this point. And uh, just thank you for listening and being here and giving us a chance to be able to do this kind of stuff. Indeed, indeed. And uh, we'd like to thank anybody who does donate to uh, the network. Uh, whether you listen to this podcast or one of the others, or all of them. And speaking of the podcast, you can find this podcast at www.darkdiscussions.com where all the episodes are released. But you also can find them wherever podcasts are found under two different feeds. Obviously, the number one feed is Bo Hancock and the One Piece podcast. Search for that wherever podcasts are found, such as Spotify or iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts and whatnot, and it will pop up. You can listen to us there, or you can listen to us at the Dark Discussions Podcast feed. So you type in Dark Discussions Podcast and the same thing. The only difference is that the Dark Discussions Podcast feed also includes the other podcasts that your four co-hosts happen to uh, do that are also on the network. That's pretty much uh, the catch-all um, feed where all the podcasts, including this one, will be found that your co-hosts participate in. 
All right, so that's pretty much uh, the house cleaning and who we are and what we do. So I guess we can get around and discuss uh, what we felt about this episode. Uh, so this is, once again, uh, episode six, uh, entitled The Chef and the Chore Boy. So uh, let's start with you, Sean. Uh, what did you think of this episode? Uh, so like every other episode so far this season, I really enjoyed it. Uh, just enjoyed the quality of the casting, story, um, setting, Everything that's in it, that goes into these episodes is just great, and it's awesome to be six episodes in and feel like there's not been a single drop off in quality from the start of the first episode. So I enjoy this one and looking forward to talk about it. All right, sounds good. Uh, yeah, for me, um, yeah, I just keep on thinking uh, the series gets better and better with each episode. Um, with uh, this being the sixth, uh, we do have a, a new uh, villain that uh, seems pretty pretty formidable, and we've had a lot of villains that popped up in this show. Uh, but it appears that Arlong uh, may actually uh, continue uh, further because uh, uh, we we were introduced to him earlier in the season, and now he's become a, a main uh, focus, and it appears he'll continue to be a main focus in the upcoming episodes. Uh, also, uh, we had a, a big twist with Nami, um, so we'll, we'll talk about that. Uh, and and we uh, have a, a, a twist with, uh, um, uh, I guess, uh, what's his name, uh, Zef, the, the head chef, and uh, the chore boy, uh, which uh, we'll uh, talk about him as well. So, yeah, big thumbs up for me. Uh, let's go with you, Kevin. Yeah, this was, well, like everything else, a, a good episode. Not a dud in the not a dud in the group, uh, not in the dud in the series. I mean, I remember when we were watching She-Hulk even, and at first we were like, oh, this is great, this is fun. Yeah, this one's not that good. Yeah, that one's okay. Oh, yeah, this is great. Yeah, no, that one's not that great. Um there isn't anything like that on this one. It's, oh, that was great. Oh, yeah, that was good. Oh, hey, that was a good one. It's just there hasn't been one where, thinking, where we were thinking, eh, it's, you know, we've seen better. I mean, these were all, like, they all make us happy. Indeed. Uh, let's go with you, uh, Bert. Yeah, great episode. Um it has some good backstory. We learn a lot about um, the, the chore boy. Um, and it it's uh, just a continuation of a really great story, really great acting. Uh, pretty much every episode could bring a tear to your eye. This one is just like that as well. Um, you should be watching this series if you're not. All right, sounds good. Uh, so it seems like uh, everybody enjoyed the the episode and the series, I think uh, Kevin pretty much summed it up. Um, yeah, I mean, other series that we've done podcasts for, such as the the She-Hulk, uh, there would be a great episode, and it would be a horrendous episode, and it would just be a okay episode, and a great episode, whatever. But this one here, uh, yeah, it's, uh, there's no duds at all. Uh, it just shows you the, the quality of the people behind this production compared to uh, the the one that that were behind the She-Hulk, uh, which was a, a Disney Marvel show. Um, all right, so uh, that pretty much is it. Uh, I guess uh, we can just start and talk and discuss. 
uh, we don't have to go scene by scene. You know, we'll just jump around, discuss anything, everything, spoiler, ready to go. So uh, who wants to start? Where do we want to go? Well, let's start with the, the big twist that was coming sooner or later is what do we think about Nani? Yeah. Yeah, this is, this is a really good uh, point to talk about. Now, no matter what happens with Nami, um, the one thing that is upsetting about this whole thing about Nami is no matter why or who she is or what, what's going on with her, she was going to let Luffy die. So that pissed me off. Um, now, whether or not she cares about him or not, or whether or not she thought one of their other crew members was going to save him or not, the point is is that she left and watched him go, and yeah, he could have died, and it wasn't her concern at that point. So it, it makes me question who she is as a human being. Uh, thoughts and, and opinions? I disagree. Okay, go ahead. I think that um, she was trying to save him, and this was the only way she saw to save him, and did not think he was going to die from being thrown into the water. I think she assumed somebody was going to try and get her out, or she'd already talked to that someone to get him out. All right, that sounds uh, fair. Because she's, she's the one that suggested throwing him into the water, and he was helped out was almost him, immediately. Yeah. yeah, all right, that's... That makes sense. The one I may, thing I, may be that I, I was going to say right, is that for throughout the episode and throughout all of the episodes, right? She's had shady things on the side, but she's always done stuff to help the crew. So it like there's I could see where if you wanted to go with the way that she was just betraying them from the start to get the map, then okay, I can go with that. But I could also see it being a situation where she was trying to get, you know, try to keep whatever her allegiance was with her previous crew, but also not, you know, destroy the crew that actually took her in voluntarily. And at this, you know, maybe down the road she'll have a chance to, you know, have some kind of redemption or make a different choice. So I think it's good in that in the writing is that good that you can be that open-ended where either way you could accept it and it won't feel forced. If that makes sense. Sure. Yes. Yes, it does. So what about you, Kevin? Your thoughts on the whole thing? Uh, I mean, when I, I, I mean, granted, I, I was, I binged it. So I had suspicions and my suspicions were quickly, um, Either, uh, let's just say, by my suspicions, were either confirmed or denied. Um, but I mean, all all in all, I had I had a feeling that she was that there was just aspects to her through the show through the show that we've seen so far that, and especially when she uh, said goodbye to Zoro. You know, she said, you know, I never really had any friends. She didn't have to say that. She she could have just said, you know, I hope you die or, you know, it's your own stupid fault. You know, she never really said anything. She just kind of, she essentially confessed to him kind of a heart-to-heart type of thing. And uh, 
as a result, you know, then right after that, she, you know, she betrayed everybody, but it almost sounded like she was making a confession before she, yeah. she did it. So, and I have a feeling like, uh, what, what Garrett said is, I don't think she, she planned on, uh, what is I don't think planned on, I don't think she, uh, told somebody to, to go rescue him, but at the same time, I think that, members she did make, you know, she probably figured somebody was going to rescue him, yeah, because people were close enough. I mean, there are other people in the fight. Um, the, the one guy, the, I keep on forgetting, the, the blonde guy, the cook. You know, he was in the fight. He was in the fight. I mean, so he wasn't, he wasn't far behind. So she probably figured, you know, as they were leaving, I mean, he was still around. So, you know, and he wasn't unconscious or out. You know, so she probably figured he'd be there to rescue him. So I don't think, uh, I don't. I agree you heard him with, with Garrett that I, I don't think uh, that uh, she knew he was, she, she planned on him being dead and she uh, and figured he would be rescued. And one thing I also noticed about when Zerk, I mean, a lot of this, this episode where people talking to, to an unconscious Zorro because yeah, he was um, in really sorry shape, but because of... Uh, because of the uh, because of the fight from the previous episode, but the thing that I found interesting here was Luffy kind of got a lesson in this is what it's like to be a captain, and you know it's not all sunshine and lollipops, and he kind of realized sunshine and lollipops. <laughs> well, he also got was, acquainted with defeat as well. Yeah, yeah, he got acquainted with defeat. He also got acquainted with. Okay, you know, just, well, I mean, I liked his excuse was, why did you let him fight? I actually thought he was going to win. You know, that, that type of thing. So, I mean, he, he really, he had that much faith in, he had that much faith in Zoro's ability, but at the same time, he realized he screwed up. That's true. And then, and you can just kind of see it. You know, especially when it was his turn, he's like, you know, what do I say to him? You know, he's like, hey, Zoro, how you doing? Okay, you know, that's not working. Okay, and he pretty much just said, yeah. I, he didn't say, you know, he didn't confess, yeah, you know, I screwed up. But he he pretty much. He said, said enough. He yeah. said he yeah. said enough to show that, yeah, he was sorry and he knew he messed up. And Well, and once she betrays, he knows what to say. I really like that, too. Explain. Yeah. He, he, ta he talks to him afterward because the first time he goes to see Zoro, he's like, I don't know what to say. They're, just say whatever. Um, what's his name? Stone him. Uh, uh, I can't think of the guy's name. Uh, the one from the previous episodes that they brought on board. Oh, Usurp? Usurp, yeah. And Usurp, then yeah. When he comes back to talk to Zoro, he's like, now I know what to say. And I thought that was really good. Sure, sure. That, yeah, for, for, for me, uh, obviously, um, I'm uh, very familiar with the anime and manga, maybe not as much as some of our listeners, but, but certainly enough. And so, and I also binged it, so obviously I may be playing a devil's advocate when I, when I discussed uh, Nami's uh, actions. 
But as as Kevin already knows, Nami becomes the the main villain this season, and and like will try to take over the world. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so <laughs> what's going on here? <laughs> but, uh, well, the thing is, is that I was about Urlach, to murder you. Urlock. <laughs> Urlak, Urlak, I can't pronounce it. The 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 sod the sod nose. Ang, 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 Angus or Ang, what was it? Anglar. Well, Anglar. either way, the thing is, is that he kind of, if this were a video game, Arlong, Arlong, Arlong. Anyway, anyway, if he would, if this was a video game, he'd be the boss. He'd be like that boss level. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because uh, the other bosses in this have already been uh, either. Eliminated or appear and just disappear, like the one that took out Zoro. Uh, but but this this guy, yeah, he, he's going to be yeah, the, the like head that, boss. That the, guy, the, that boss, it was so powerful that he's just like a a scene, not an actual yeah. fight. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, if we're talking video games, you're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Actually, speaking of, I mean, speaking of that, first of all, we also have the return of one of the lesser bosses. Uh, Buggy, buggy anyway. back at least his head, yeah. Um, and then we also have, I mean, talk about like this, this big boss guy, the uh, the guy with the huge sword. You know, we get a we we gotta get a little bit of a, a confrontation. That was there. a great scene. That was a great yeah. scene because I like oh, yeah. that he's like behind seeing if Luffy can do it or not. He's like, I want to see if he can do it. <laughs> so that was it's really cool. It's interesting because it's giving more dimensions too, right? Because I mean, you yeah. could have just had him as the just bad and that's it. But like to show this other side of him, where he actually does have honor, you know, in respect to Zoro and in respect to then, you know, the situation with Luffy, where he's just not just gonna do what the the Garp says. So I thought that was good because you can still have him come back later, but there's that now. There's like a level of respect. Yep. That even if he does, if even if he is bad, you still can. There's you have more of an understanding, and yeah. he seems more yeah. thoughtful yeah. than yeah. the other Te- ones that we've come across. Right? Te- technically, he's bad, but yeah, he's, he's bad, he, but but he's not uh, as villainous as as some of the other folks here who are just complete sociopaths. Yeah. Right. One thing yeah, I also noticed. He's definitely gray. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing. One of the things I noticed about the that the the admiral, you know, he says, you know, I the one that he wanted, um, you know, the one who wanted Luffy captured. It, it. He said something that I thought. I mean, there's some. There was something in that play in that in that conversation that that made me think that. He knew Luffy was going to go, you know, start looking for the One Piece and go into the other seas. And I think it sounded like he wanted, he says, you know, I wanted, because he says to, to, um, uh, to the, to the, uh, I'm sorry, I keep on forgetting his name. Uh, the, 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 the boy with the, with the pink hair and the glasses. Kobe. Kobe. Uh, Kobe. Kobe, thank you, Kobe. I mean, he when he was talking with Kobe, he said, you know, I wanted to make him a Marine and all that, but the thing is, it almost sounds like he is trying to protect Luffy from going. You know, that's why he wanted him arrested, not because he was a pirate, but because he knew Luffy would get hurt. He thought, he believed that Luffy would get hurt, and so he didn't want that to happen. 
It makes sense. Makes sense. Well, well, he I hear little... that, but I think he's more invested in making Luffy not be a pirate. Yes, that's that's well, that, makes, that, makes that, makes that makes sense too. That makes sense too. The thing that I, well, I they could both be right is yeah. when he's having the talk with Mihawk, and then he explained when he's talking with Kobe after. Who's Mihawk? Kobe. The, who's Mihawk? The the, the bad Mihawk guy? was the guy with the big sword. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So when he's talking with Kobe after, because Kobe can't understand. Why are you working with this guy when you know this guy is not on the up and up? Yeah, he's a bad guy. And he's, he's and he's explaining that you know I was like you when I first started fifty well, years ago, and but now you have to make you have to make different choices and be willing to live with them. So I want to clarify going. something. I want to clarify right. something. He's only a bad guy in the view of the Marines. All right. Well, um, yes. see, see, th- th- I have to disagree, and, and and again, me and Barrett have to disagree. So this is intentional. <laughs> Barrett, Barrett I'll, I'm, he's he's gray in the way Darth Vader became gray, where Darth Vader is a good guy at the end of the series, but he mass murdered all those people, so he's still a villain and evil. And well, no, be, I don't. Should be we don't know that he mass murdered anybody. Darth Vader blew up. All no, of this guy. This guy. We don't know that oh. he mass. He was in oh. a battle. He didn't mass murder those other pirates. They were in a. It was like a war. It's just he was so bad. Yeah. At it. All right. We he well prosecuted on on his own. All right. We don't know. We don't know enough. You're right. But the based off of how Kobe talked about him. It oh, made he's me, yeah, but he's biased. That, he wants to be a marine. I, I. Well, that's true. But the way Kobe and the admiral were talking, it was making it sound like why would you be, uh, working with this quote-unquote villain person. Because as a Marine, you shouldn't work with pirates. That's the whole credo, right? I mean, yeah, all right. that I'll makes that guy right. bad in it just from that perspective immediately. Yeah, all right. I'll, I'll go with you. I'll go with you. I mean, again, he, I still say that he's bad in the sense that he's a real pirate, and real pirates are bad. Um, but you're right. He, he hasn't uh, shown uh, anything where he's hurt Civilians, for example. So far, yeah, yeah. So I, okay, that, that's fair. That's fair. Um, but it was it's just not a life. It's right? not a life. It's not a life I would choose. Put it that yeah, way. Whereas Darth yeah. Vader killed little Jedi Jedi younglings. <laughs> they were probably annoying right. kids, though. So I'm, you know, well, true. true. But <laughs> the, the thing I was going to say though is that I like the fact though because we talked about this. I brought this up in one of the other previous episodes, right? Of like, is because you guys had more of a different approach to what you were, how you were looking at Garp, right? And yeah. I was kind of like airing on the side that he's a bad guy. You yeah, know, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's so when he's giving that discussion about how you're, you make choices that you you have to just live with, learn to live with. It, it it sounds like someone who got in the system with a good intention and then was corrupted. To fit within, continue to fit within that system. And Is it corrupted about, to become part of the system? I mean, because well, we all do yeah. that when we become adults, right? I mean, we all become part of the system. But I mean, in the aspect of like the situation of where he's he's using, and he, when he talks about like we we use them because they'll do the things that we don't want to have come back to us. Right. So he's you know that these people are doing terrible things. But you're willing to let it fly because it's not you having to do it. And when he's talking well, about like 
in this world, you have like the world isn't simple. And he's, you know, and he's like justifying basically where he is in his situation, right? And I just thought it was interesting that you have the, the actual discussion and oh. him doing he's, that, right? He's telling him what it's like to become an adult, basically. You have yeah, to make hard decisions. Means, right. Well, that, 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 and the thing is, I think they, the Marines also realized that they could not defeat some of these pirate warlords. As a result, they realized, okay, well, if we can't defeat these guys, Let's pull them in. maybe we can come up with some sort of mutual beneficial deal here, and that's probably well, what, well, what, what yeah, happened. Well, let's, let's, ask, let's ask this. Is this, because, because you can look at it two ways. That, like, like Sean made a good point, which is there's a system and a machine and the man and and whatever you want to call it. And the thing is, is that you can have, and you can ally yourself with two types of things. You can ally, like in the, in, in the geopolitical world, you ally yourself with other countries. And some of those countries may not be led by nice people, but they exist, these countries. So you either don't have any relationship with them or you you try to have a relationship the best you can even though what they do to their own people is may not be a good thing then there's the type of people who in the government that will align themselves with uh drug cartels or whitey bulger in the mob or something and let them do what they want to do so, because they get information from those people, even though what those people are doing are horrendous and terrible things, yeah. and I, I think they're two different situations. They are. And so the question is: Is the admiral doing the geopolitical, or is he allied with Whitey Bulger in this case? I think it's more geopolitical and not Whitey Bulger. Well, I think that's how he sees it, but I don't think it is. You know what okay. I mean? I think. These these are pirates. They're individuals that they're making deals with. They're just so powerful. It's like making a deal with a billionaire. Um, yeah, okay. But that. what's more interesting about this episode? Like, like is, a company. It's like it's like aligning yourself with corporations. And the right. and, and Nihawk is a corporation, a yeah. bad corporation. So or, or amoral. Let's put it that way. If not yeah. bad, amoral. So well, and this it, episode is all about hard decisions, right? How Luffy's going to have to make yeah, them, yeah. and how, good, good, and that's good. what he's telling Kobe is that you're going to have to make hard decisions, and some of these decisions you may not like, but they're the only decision to make. So, right, but you know what? Even though he's he's a pirate, his he has a military that's as probably as good as a country's military, right? You know, so it, it almost like a mercenary. Group like that yeah, one yeah. that was in well, Russia. Well, there's a reason why there's right? seven warlords, right? It's not because right. they don't right. have power. Like they're warlords for a reason. Yep. <laughs> right, right, right. So, so you can <laughs> argue that even if they're not a nation, they're kind of like the Knights Templar or something like, or the Maltese Knights or something, where they're this powerhouse. Even they're if the they're mafia? not. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. That, well, that's that's that, why that, I say that, it's that, similar to the yeah. Whitey Bulger. I mean, yeah. you get into yeah. even those. Criminal organizations can be political because they start to control things, and yep. like he would have controlled things by using information. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's, it's dirty. It, 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 everybody, it is dirty. dirty. It is. Yeah, yeah, a lot of dirty hands. So, but 
the, the, the Admiral is making a valid point in how the real world works, but that doesn't mean I like it. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Well, that's the point. That's where you can delineate it, right? If you can say that you understand it, but you don't agree with it, right? Well, but here's the other thing. If you were in that position, you could say not being in that position that I would never do that. But if you're in that position, you might be surprised at what you would be willing to do. Or, again, or, you, yeah. or you could be like the Jehovah Witnesses, which say, I'll never want to be in that position, and I'll never let right. myself fall into that position because I don't want to get my hands dirty and have my soul exactly. in hell. No. So, so it depends on on that perspective, too. So, But you're right. If, if that Jehovah Witness did somehow betray their faith and became that powerful, they may under- see, uh-oh, what did I just do? So you're, that's a fair point, too, Barrett. Is, is any of us – the question is – do you even want to get into that position in the first place where yeah, you right. have to get your hands dirty? Yep. And I don't think I'm that type. I don't think I would want to get my hands dirty. Yeah, I don't know if like, anyone on here's our an example. podcast want to do that, right? <laughs> like, that's, when I that's was, a responsibility level that you don't want to be dealing with. Yeah, when I was young, I was I got into a little bit of the management, and I had to fire somebody. Ever since then, I have fought tooth and nail not to be in management because I don't ever want to fire somebody again because I felt dirty. <laughs> it just didn't feel good, even though they deserved it. Um, I was forced to fire somebody, so it's it's that type of thing, you know. Are you going to do that part of the machine, or are you not? Well, I think there's, and I mean, this is. I'm just making a point, and like, I could be just my own thing, but this is again why you have certain type of people pulled and attracted to power positions, yep. and people who are not the people who have a tendency to be in power positions are people like we've talked about before who have narcissistic or cluster B personality traits that are drawn to power positions. And then there's people who no matter what you offer them, don't want anything to do with it. Yep. Right. Although I think there are less of those than the ones that want it. That's, yes, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's fair. <laughs> But Reminds the ones who don't like want a, it should be the ones who who should be in the position because <laughs> they're exactly what we need to change things or whatever, right? So right. Anyway, exactly. The part is what you're saying is what they did in uh, there's a scene from uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy where the 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 powers that be actually decided the one who really rules the galaxy is a guy who doesn't want to rule it and he has no idea yeah. that he is ruling it. Because they said that those who want power are ipso facto the the least qualified to have it. Exactly. <laughs> so I will agree with that one. Yeah, and so I they totally find agree. a guy on a remote asteroid. They just they give him food and cigarettes and all that, and they're like, "Okay, we're thinking about this, this, and this. What do you think we should do?" Oh, I don't know. I think you should do this, and that. you know, because he's, he's he doesn't even know all that any of this is real. You know, so you can talk to my cat if you want to. He's like. Does he like it? I don't know. You'll have to ask him. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's just the kind of the guy this guy is. And he's just, it was weird. But, I mean, yeah, the whole idea. And then the, the person that they actually have as, quote, leader is the one who is supposed to distract everybody from the one who's really leading stuff. <laughs> that's such a great uh, book, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I, this was also from the uh, from the radio show. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Radio show came first, and it's I, I think it's even better than the book. Even though it's written by the same guy, I think I like how he did the uh, the radio show better. Uh, hold on, hold on. The radio show of 
Galaxy was Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy was before, done before the books. Before he read, he wrote the book. Yeah, interesting. I did not know that. Um, all right, so back to this show here. Um, so yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I don't know what the showrunners were trying to say by pointing this fact out about how the world works. Um, maybe they're just pointing out that's how the real world works and not trying to make a point at all. Um, that's what I think. I mean, just yeah, here's the reality. Right, right. So, yeah, but I think uh, it's good that they bring it up for, as a discussion point. I think that's good. Yeah, because we have a lot of leadership questions here, you know. Right. It's all about leadership. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, because, uh, I mean, technically you could argue that uh, Luffy is a leader, even if oh, the people, yeah. even, the, even though the people that follow him don't believe they're following him, and even if Luffy doesn't really – Think of himself as a leader, even though Zoro thinks he's following him now. He said he's his, his first mate. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yep, yep. Well, that, and the thing is, is that you know, all these people, in a way, owe a lot to to, to Luffy, uh, even if he he did it for no reason but because he's kind. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Like when he freed freed Zoro. Uh, because who knows what Zoro's fate would have been if he didn't get freed, you know? So, um, but, but yeah, I mean, um, I think Zoro actually respected him for not stopping him from almost getting killed, uh, and also respects him even more for seeing Luffy wishing that he did stop him from getting killed, almost getting killed. Right. Um, because <laughs> uh, it shows that, uh, yeah, that he's he can learn. He he is a leader. He does care about these folk and so on and so forth. Um, all right, so um, all right, so that was all about Nami and also about the admiral. Uh, so what other parts of this episode do we want to discuss? Uh, well, like you pointed out, Barrett, about the backstory of like Zeph and uh, Sanji, I thought was done really well. Yes. Like, they do a really good job of, like, giving you first of, like, your initial uh, adjustment or, you know, expectation or whatever, and then playing with that and then giving you a whole different perspective when you actually yes. go and do the back the backstory. And I thought I thought that's great. That is, a, that is one of the things this show does the best is by subverting what you expect and showing this whole different backstory because – you would not have expected this backstory from the way those two were treating each other in the episode before. And then you get this and you're like, oh my God, they really care about each other. That's true. Uh, and, and it's kind of cool how they, you know, because they weren't, you know, they were, I mean, even even though one was a little kid, the point is, is that one was trying to rob the ship and the other one was trying to make sure that there wasn't a massacre or, or was just hoping there wasn't a massacre as a little kid. And they were the only survivors of the tsunami or whatever it was. And, um, you know, they, they became like a father-son relationship, even if they always argue like a father and son would argue. He ate his own leg <laughs> so the kid would have food. I know. Imagine that. I mean, that was just insane. I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, yeah, that's that. 
that was a, one of the biggest sacrifices any human being could do for another human being, especially one that you had no relationship with uh, less than a year earlier. Um, and also uh, to cannibalize your own leg, otherwise you would die yourself. It's, you know, and, and by doing that, they, he saves both of them, you know. And so it's it's pretty a remarkable, remarkable story. Um, so it, it makes me wonder why they always argue. Right. You know, Some people just have that, you know. They just argue, but they get along. Like people who just disagree with me all the time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right Actually, right. I mean, with that one, I think he would. He was criticizing him, but I think he, I think he was just criticizing him just to, just to criticize. I mean, I don't think he meant half the things he really said, but yeah, it, it was well, really what the the father figure trying to say. You know, this is you know you you should obey me while the the young son trying to make his own identity and help, but it makes it, uh, he does it the wrong way. Yeah, he's not living his dream, and, and the, the cook wanted him to live his dream. And so he was just being a dick more and more to kind of force him to go out on his own. Well, right. I mean, that's when he said, you know, living here is quitting. Yeah. Yep. Right, right. Well, and Sanji, I don't think was forced to stay. I mean, he wasn't. I, yeah, I think, no. I, and I don't think Zeph was trying to force him to stay either. I think it was just well, he didn't want him to. He, I think he just wanted to just keep like kind of get him going, and then it's like he was ready for him to leave. It's just when when are you ready to leave? And it's like any time now. And I think when Luffy came by, he uh, he was probably almost glad for it because. He yeah. wanted – it's like, good, you know, maybe this is the opportunity for him to, uh, you know, for him to, to pursue his dream. Well, and it yeah. really showed when Zeph, like, sewed up um, Zoro's wound, it showed how concerned he was even. And so you get – you got a lot more – he was a pirate, but you got a lot more into his personality and who he is there. So, I mean – like, pirates aren't simple either. You know, the Marines aren't simple. The pirates aren't simple. Everybody has different motivations. So. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, so uh, we find out that the Sanji and Zeph are known each other for years. Uh, the, there really isn't a hatred there. It's just like a father-son Headbutt and thing, and uh, yeah, they. Uh, um, it's it makes you, it it makes you want to have a tear at the end. Yeah, because uh, they say goodbye, and uh, um, they say it the way they would say it because of their pride, and yet they they both. Uh, become blubbering babies and, and let their pride down and, and show that they love each other. And it was kind of heartwarming. Yeah. It was good, it was good stuff. It was good stuff. It was. Yeah. 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 I missed Zeph. He was a pretty good character. They um, keep introducing characters that you like. Yeah. You have your bad guys, you have your other people, but you're every week you're getting someone else that 
you can understand or empathize or you care about. And I think that is, again, is like a credit to this story, this writing, the, the actors, everyone involved, because again, we've watched enough shows where you don't like the half the cast or more. And it makes it hard, you know, it, or not the cast, but like the, the characters in the storytelling, whatever. And it makes it harder to appreciate that, right? Or enjoy it. If you don't like three quarters of the people you're following, why do I want to follow them, right? Whereas it gives you so many characters that are, that you can, you can, you can just appreciate and enjoy. And I love that. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Um, where else do we want to go from here? Uh, talk about we, the fight that Luffy loses. Yeah, let's talk about that and Arlong and and all, and all that stuff. Uh, so, what, where do we want to go? What, what, how do we go ahead, Barrett? You, yeah, yeah, start it up. Start so, it. um, he wants his map, and he's. He challenges, or he's waiting for Luffy, and Luffy's like, I'm going to go out and fight him. So Luffy goes and fights him and uses his abilities pretty well. He does okay, but in the end, that guy's just too strong for him. And beats the crap out of him and then throws him in the ocean um, to kill him because of the salt water thing. Right, right. That's right. Yeah, yeah so uh, Luffy has his uh, come up. It's uh, and I, I use that lightly because he never really had any up and it just he <laughs> you know it just happened that uh, he lost. Um, so yeah, he had his Zoro moment uh, where his pride and his beliefs um, are changed at, at a at a moment's notice. Um, that yeah, uh, things don't work out all the time. Um. So yeah, it was it was pretty pretty shocking. Uh, what do you think, Let's and uh, uh, Fox? What do you guys say? I thought it was good how they did the fight, and I and again the stuff that we talked about with Nami, you know, whether or not she was trying to save further bloodshed or not. Um, but just the fact that like, you know, we've seen how buggy was when he fought. We saw how like um, the gentleman who was the butler, Kuro. Was who, how he did his fight, right? And it just seemed like they all got a little bit caught cocky, whereas Arlong was, no, I'm just gonna crush you. I'm not gonna do any crazy things. I'm not gonna talk about my plots and plans. I'm just gonna beat the hell out of you. Yes. <laughs> and I thought that was a nice, it's a nice change from what you usually get from the villains, right? Yeah, he was a brute, right? That was his just, thing, was brute. Yeah, what about you talking your like? I'm just going to pound you into the ground. So right, yeah, 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 and and that's good because that's how it kind of is in the, in the real world. You know, you know, I mean, we, you know, the, there's the the joke about James Bond villains, yeah, how they 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 do this elaborate plan and then James Bond escapes versus uh, Whitey Bulger and, and the mob where they just shoot you in the head. They don't even talk to you, yeah. you know. And, right. And, and, <laughs> like, like when when uh, what's her face? Like, uh, and I had this argument about Game of Thrones, uh, the, the the Lady of Flowers, and how she said she. Brienne? No, the, the grandmother. 
Oh, 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 um, yeah, 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 I know. Yeah, yeah, and she, when she dies, right before she dies, she kind of rubs all this in the face of Jamie about how he, she killed, it was her all along that killed, um, oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. King Joffrey. And, and my What's two cousins. Yeah, I guess. I forget her name, but, but yeah. But, um, then my two co-hosts were saying, yeah, it was, it was, you know, whatever. And I said, did it really matter? I mean, she's dead. You know, she can, she can rub it in. She can talk about it. She can do whatever. And (laughs) she ultimately lost, right? Yeah. Yeah. She's dead. I mean, (laughs) you know, you know, whatever. Uh, If anything, that's good that she told them because now they don't have to go searching for vengeance or after everybody else. They, this is the person. Boom. Yeah, we're done now. And she deserved it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She did. Yeah. So, so the, you know, no matter what you thought of King Joffrey. So the thing is, is, is this guy here, Alon, I thought was good because, like you said, yeah, he didn't have to do the big spiel. He didn't do that. He just said, you know, I'm taking care of this. I'm done. And um, I think that's a positive thing about the show is that uh, they're, they're not pandering to us like, like some other shows would. Yeah. I, I feel. Um, what about you, Sean? What are, you, what, are you, what are your thoughts on all that? Yeah, no, I would agree with that. And I think it's, again, this is why I just enjoy this so much, is that just there's so many layers and facets and aspects to this where you could just watch it and enjoy it, but they give you so much and they reward you for paying attention. And I think that is uh, excellent when you trust your viewers to be wanting something more they can bite out of, you know, take a bite out of. So I think uh, I just, again, would come back to the fact that I'm so grateful we get to watch this and get to talk about it. Yep, yep. Um, let's see, anything else we want to talk about this this fight scene? Um, obviously, the, the main point of it was, was the action pact and, and the surprise of Nami and, and the almost death of... of uh, Luffy, but um, but specific. really, the Nami stuff wasn't a surprise, right? I mean, we all knew that was coming. It was going to come, yeah, 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 yeah sure did. I mean, I mean, we weren't, we, we didn't know it was going to be our long, but but yeah, we, we right, yeah, we knew it was something. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I even thought maybe she worked for some government agency or was a well, double yeah, I was spy or she was with the Marines or something. Yeah, right, a double <laughs> spy. Right, that would have been even yeah. more interesting, I think. Yeah. Although I like this as well, but. Yeah, yeah, really yeah. yeah well, it, it, the term's not double spy. What is it called? Uh, double agent. Uh, double agent. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah. But no, no. It was the. It was this. Uh, Let your thoughts. Yes. Um, I'm just listening to the rest of you. Y'all got pretty good, good thoughts there. Uh, anything else we want to discuss? Uh, did we miss anything? Uh, on the See, that's just it. The re- I mean, even though this is just the regular length for a normal show, there's not as much ground to cover. That's the best way I could think about. Because I mean, yeah, there's a lot of meat. Yeah, there's a lot of meat to talk about, but yeah, there's not a lot of ground. <laughs> well, well, I mean, I mean, the, I mean, the fight, right? I mean, that was what ten. Minutes at least it probably was, you yeah. Know? And and it was just action. You, you know, it was it's what what a screenwriter would write, and they fight, you know. And, and then and then the director would have to turn that one line 
uh, into a scene, you know, and and he did, and and then um, and then you know, then the screenwriter goes back to where they they um, save Luffy and all that. So yeah, I mean, I mean, what else is there really to talk about with that ten minute fight, right? Uh, or or that ten minute scene of of the two on the island, right? I mean, yes. you know, just, you know, we get the idea, but you know, they're trying, they're explaining to us, but to talk about it, I mean, all you say is, well, they're in the island for like a year and or whatever it was, and and that's just how they survived, you know, and it was whatever. Um, so I don't know anything else that we have to talk about. I think I'm good on my end. Yeah. Let's. Uh, I'm just I'm just trying to think of anything else to to talk about with this episode, just because you know, there's there's not as much that like I said there's not as much as we we can cover. I think that the thing is that with the flight fight scene, I think Luffy still I mean he got thrown around but he kept on bouncing back and it's obvious he wasn't getting injured he was just getting the only way i mean the only way he could be defeated once and for all was to be thrown into the water because he just kept on coming back cuz i mean there were a few times where he he was getting he was putting in a couple good shots mm-hmm. you know cuz uh, even though he got thrown around thrown around and all that it got to a point where he hit him uh, pretty, you know, hit hit the guy pretty hard a few times, and even though it was like he he bounced back, he still he he still got it. He still got hit, walloped pretty bad a couple of times. So it's just kind of a, I don't know, just kind of an interesting one. I would say his loss is more due to experience than anything else, like his lack yep, of experience. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean that's that's true because he was. Um, well, let's face it, he was, I mean, this, this fish man guy, he was also a lot stronger. Yep. You know, he was, he was clearly stronger, you know, I mean, and so, I mean, he was, a, and, you know, stronger, more experienced in fighting. So he, he was not, um, it wasn't a problem for him to fight off Luffy but Luffy still put up. I, I don't know if he put up a, a stronger, a, a bigger fight than than Luffy was expecting. I'm sorry, than than Arlong was expecting, or not? Because I think there were a couple of times where Arlong was probably thinking to himself, you know, this guy is, you know, a bit more than what I was expect. He just seemed to 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 surprise Arlong a little bit. Like you know, it's a little bit more than what I was expecting. Right, right. Um, what about his crew and his pirates and what he has to say about the fish people? Well, I mean, it's it's kind of the, you know, we were once slaves, now we're not slaves. And, you know, not only are we not slaves, we're, we're better than you. Yeah. Uh, I wonder... He says, you know, we don't want to be equal, you know, we want to be, because at first he was saying, you know, it used to be, it, for many of us, that we think we would be, it would be an honor to sit at a table with a, with a person, but now, you know, but with us, you know, no, now we don't, we don't want to because we're better than you. 
I would like to know what this would have been like if this was written, say, 15 years ago instead of today. Because a lot of that seems like it's coming right from um, modern uh, news and politics and and ethnic relationships and racial relationships and all that. And I don't know if, if it would have any of that would have been sta- written if this was like 15 years ago when things were a little different. But I don't know. Just well, the thing is, how long ago were the original the mangas and the yeah uh, it's been a long, the anime? long time. Yeah, this 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 has been around for years. Uh, like I said, this is like a billion dollar industry. Um, this the the TV series started in 1999. Put it that way. Um, and the manga. So, I mean, what what were they? What were the the fishmen like? Um, the manga started. Uh, I'm trying to figure that out. Hold on, let me, let me just get that date. Uh, in '97. So so this is, this has been around for. For twenty six years, right? So, uh, what were you saying now, Kevin? Well, my, uh, where they were, I don't remember. It, it was oh, early okay. seasons. Yeah, it's very early seasons. Because I mean, uh, my question is: is that are is, is it the same? Yeah, exactly. In in the in the anime as it is here, because you say, "What would it be like if it was written fifteen years ago?" Well, you know, back yeah. in ninety eight, you know, how would they have? Uh, you know, I guess back in '98, how would they have uh, done? You know, done that. Yeah, you know, how would they have written it? Would they have done it the same way, or would they have tried to do it that's right. a little bit reflective of of today? So who knows? Yeah, yeah it's a good question. The only way is to uh, go ahead and, and and rewatch the first couple seasons of the anime or read the the, the manga. Um, and and those are at this point in time, October tenth, twenty twenty three, are, are available on uh, Netflix. Uh, if people so want to. Uh, also, uh, if people want to uh, email us at darkdiscussions.aol.com and give us your thoughts and what we missed and answer some of the questions we have, uh, please do so. Just remember to write one piece or Bo Hancock in the subject line, and uh, we'll gladly read your email on the podcast. Um. Yeah. So. So. It, it, it's. Yeah. These people. These people. That didn't sound right. Uh, these fish people. Uh, these fish people. They are what we call um, have a, a big grudge on their their uh, shoulder. Um, at least these these group of them. Uh, the ones that are pirates. Uh, it's because again, we are only seeing a small section of, of these people and not the uh, entire nation of these folk. Uh, because I, I have no, you know, we don't, I don't even know. If maybe these are the only ones. I mean, we don't know. Uh, but, yeah, they're they are um, out for, if not vengeance, definitely to make a statement and, and not a good statement either. A statement of anger, hatred, uh, and whatnot against Humans, right? I mean, what they did to yeah. you, to uh, the, this restaurant and the people at this restaurant was was disgusting, absolutely horrendous. Never mind, yep. um, you know. So maybe it's, okay, fine. They may what often kill. happens in power dynamics when one group loses power and the other gains power, they use it the way they were abused. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah, that is right. That is right. Um, yeah, because you know you, you look out of here and um, 
I mean, the, the people at the restaurant, including Zeph, have nothing to do with anything to do with, with the fish people and their um, gripes. And the only reason they even come to the restaurant is because they were called there by NAMI so they can get the, the map. And when they're there, they just decide to torture and kill and, and do whatever else they did to all the people there. Um, and so, yeah, they're, 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 in my opinion, evil. You know, I mean, there's one thing if you're killing, trying to kill Luffy because, you know, that's a power struggle between two pirates. But uh, to just do what they did to everybody else there, including Zeph, was, was absolutely horrendous. Thoughts? Anyone's thoughts? Nope, that's pretty fair. Yep, nope. yep I'm done. Right. And, and Les, what did you think? Do you think they were evil, the Arlang and his crew? Oh, yeah. Well, I uh, I don't know. Became evil, uh, I don't know. Because the thing is, is that these people, they're obviously bitter. You know, but then at the same time, they they just they just got mean uh, and kind of mean and power hungry. And actually, <laughs> sociopath is kind of a word that uh, came, comes to mind. It's which is one of one of your more favorite words, Phil. But uh, these seem kind of seem kind of that way. Fair enough. Yeah, I would concur. Uh, all right. So uh, and that doesn't. Part. It doesn't mean the rest of the sea people are like that. It's just these. No, just, no, it's just no, the, these particular yeah. group. I mean, you can't. Yeah. For yeah. example, that they they had at the 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 mater d of the restaurant was a sea person. Is a sea yep. person, yep. and they got all upset at him for serving. And he's not even. I mean, he's. He may be serving, but I mean, but, but that's his job. He's getting paid for it. He's getting right. paid. He, it's not a slave thing. It's a right. You know, I'm. I'm just. I'm. I'm a paid. I'm making a I'm, living. I'm. I'm, I'm making I'm, a living. I'm. Yeah. Exactly. I, I'm. I'm feeding my family. I'm. You know. Whatever. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Fair points. All fair points. So yeah, yeah. So it looks it looks good that uh, this Alan guy and his crew are going to be uh, making uh, more appearances in the last two episodes, and maybe the um, season boss, as I think he's called it, Barrett. No, Kevin did. Oh, Kevin did. Yeah, yeah, Kevin did. Yeah. Um, all right, so I guess that's pretty much it. Uh, that's our discussion for this episode. So uh, we'll get around and give our final thoughts on the episode. But uh, we do have a little time, and again, this is a genre podcast, and a podcast of a network that talks genre things. Uh, so people want to go around and uh, you know um, give, mention things that they've seen, read, played, or listened to in the past uh, week or so. Uh, that may interest people that would like or listen to or pay attention to One Piece or anime or, you know, high fantasy, um, maybe you guys would want to suggest things. So, uh, Sean, what about you? I know you've been uh, stuck on the couch because of COVID, so you probably got to watch a lot of TV when you weren't uh, uh, for the first few days I For the first few days I wasn't because I just couldn't well, – because I had a pressure behind my eyes where I couldn't keep them open for long. Uh, but once I actually got on the other side of that, uh, finished off Lasoka, 
What's that? You have to explain. You have to explain what Ahsoka that is. is a Star not even Wars, know what that is. It's a Star Wars series on Disney Plus. Okay, yeah. and it's uh, set at the same time. If people have been watching Mandalorian, it's set about this, this season three of Mandalorian, um, and it basically follows Anakin Skywalker, aka Darth Vader's uh, Padawan, who is now much older, and uh, it's it really helps if you've watched Rebels. The, it's also on Disney Plus. It's an animated series, but it's really, really good, and it ties in so perfectly with Ahsoka, and they do a really good job of rewarding you for watching it. That was good. But the other thing I wanted to throw out was, um, if you're anyone's a Castlevania fan, they released Castlevania Nocturne, which is a new animated series on Netflix. Oh, they for did the first for, first season, and it was I loved it. I really, really loved it. And which one is this? A, uh, Castlevania Nocturne. And that's on Netflix, right? Isn't it? On Netflix, yeah. Yeah, and that's the that's the cartoon version, right? Yep. Yeah. All right. So uh, you loved it, you said. Yeah, I really loved it. I loved the original Castlevania series on Netflix, and this one is just as good. Nice. Uh, Anything else? What do you got? Uh, That's good for me. All right, Uh, Kevin. What about yourself? Uh, Anything of note that you wanted to mention? I'm just thinking to myself. Great, more things to watch. Because, I mean, I, I mean, I'm watching I – mean, I am actually watching um, um, Star Wars uh, Rebels right now because I, I – because, I mean, I never – I did I – I finished Ahsoka, but while I was watching Ahsoka, I realized that a lot of this was uh, – um, what you call it? A lot of this was based off of Rebels, and so I was – so I figured, okay, well, I guess I'll start watching Rebels and uh, – you know, see if I can pick up on stuff, and yeah, I am, but it's kind of, so I'm enjoying Rebels, and, uh, but then I'm, I also have been watching a couple other shows, and so I'm just sitting, thinking to myself, good grief, I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to watch so much, but now it's like, oh yeah, I gotta want to watch that, I want to watch that, I want to watch that, it's like, yikes. Hard to believe there was a strike, huh? <laughs> yeah, well, the thing, I mean, like, one of them is uh, British Bake Show. It's like, oh, good, a new season. It's like, I haven't even watched any of it yet just because, well, we were in, uh, my wife and I were in Chicago over the weekend. Uh, she ran the Chicago Marathon um, nice. on, on Sunday. So, so yeah, we were, so we were in Chicago for a couple of days. And so it's like, you know, it hasn't been time to do much. You know, I didn't, I didn't watch any TV while we were there. So there you go. All right, that's about it then, right, Kevin? Yes. All right, uh, what about you, Barrett? Yeah, you got... um, so I watched a, sh- a movie today that's on Prime. Uh, it just came out called Totally Killer. Uh, um, that was It's kind of a horror comedy. It's pretty fun. Uh, it's kind of a slasher. Um, it's fairly tame, um, but it was a fun movie. I enjoyed it. Um, let's see what else. Um I also watched the end of Ahsoka, and I thought that it was really good. I, I liked all of it. Um, it definitely ends with more to come, and I can't wait oh, for yeah. that. Um, Actually, I thought the ending was a bit predictable, but that's yeah, but that's fine. Yes, exactly. Um, and then started watching um, – the first episode of the new season of Loki, and then I realized maybe we should back it up and watch the first season again because 
I didn't remember everything. Uh, so we watched the first season, and now we're going to start watching the new season of Loki. That's pretty much it. Sounds good. Uh, I also uh, buried on Loki. I watched the season two uh, first episode. Mm -hmm. So good, too. So good. Good. So good. All right. Sounds good. So thank you Uh, for bringing that up because I forgot. Yeah, no problem. All right. Sounds good. Uh, Yeah, for me, um, I haven't been watching much TV uh, that would be genre related, but I have been playing Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, the video game again, uh, since uh, there was a new downloadable content that was just uh, recently available. Uh, so uh, it has popped up uh, once again as a hot topic. Um, and so uh, I, I purchased the, the downloadable content, and uh, so I started uh, the game again. And uh, um, as before, uh, I really enjoyed it a whole lot. It's a fantastic game. There's, hundreds and hundreds of things that you can do besides the main storyline and then there's multiple main storylines going on at the same time um, and, that, and this is all not even including the new downloadable content um, and then of course there's plenty of side jobs and things you can do too so uh, a really great game I recommend uh, I was actually playing it right before uh, we started broadcasting uh, tonight, and I will probably uh, continue playing for a little bit uh, after we uh, hang up for the evening as well. So, uh, yeah, a uh, great game. Uh, I think it's available everywhere, uh, meaning all the the, the main uh, consoles and, and then the uh, PC. Uh, so, yeah, that's it for me. Uh, so I guess we can get into our final thoughts on this episode here. But before we do, uh, Barrett, uh, what is that other podcast that me, you, uh, co-host Mike and co-host Eric, who aren't part of this podcast, too. And it's the main podcast on the network. Uh, Dark Discussions, where we basically um, talk about uh, horror genre with some other things mixed in, like we watch Jurassic Park movies, uh, things like that. Uh, the Avatar Way of the Water recently. Um, and it is the main podcast where we talk about all all about horror. Okay, sounds good. And uh, actually, you're uh, wrong. Avatar: Way of Water was uh, another podcast that we do. Oh, uh, I keep and and uh, I keep uh, thinking we did that under discussions. And uh, Sean, what is that other podcast that uh, you, me, Barrett, uh, Kevin, Amy, uh, uh, and then Mike uh, sometimes join us? Well, what, what's that one all about? And what, what's it called? I'm going to say it correctly this time. Halloween Boutique Psychotronic Reviews. And, and it... Oh, yeah, what's it all about? And what's it all about? So it's basically a way for us to watch shows that usually don't make the cut for the specific uh, purview of Dark Discussions main feed. So it gives us to be able to play with genre and, and smaller films and older films. And um, we get, we've had some cool interviews with directors and people involved with some of the movies we've watched. So that's cool. Uh, one of the last things we did was reviewing the, the Suicide Squad from James Gunn, which I think we all agreed was really enjoyable. And then we're going to be looking to do Peacemaker. Uh, review of the first full season of Peacemaker soon, so that'll be fun too. Indeed, indeed. Um, all right, sounds good. And uh, Kevin, uh, you mentioned uh, uh, a green superhero 
podcast that we did uh, late last year uh, in 2022. Uh, what's that all about? Well, I mean, we did uh, we did a podcast on the Disney series She Hulk. I think it was called She Hulk Attorney at Law. Avenger, of Avenger the law. of the law. Avenger of the law. Oh, that was the name of the podcast, but you're right. The Attorney of the Law is the name of the, the show, but continue. I, I, I can never get the names right. But, um, yeah, so we did that one. Uh, I mean, even though not all the, 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 the show, the, not all the shows were, were the best, uh, the, it was still a fun podcast to do. Yep, yep. And uh, people can find out uh, those episodes wherever podcasts are found. Um, and then uh, we do a few other podcasts, uh, other television series that we've done. Um, for television series like The Last of Us, uh, The Stand, Halo, uh, uh, Discovery of Witches, uh, Lovecraft Country. That was a fun one. Finally a good one. I was like, when's he going to bring up a good podcast? <laughs> Yeah. Actually, we also did a we also did the podcast based on that uh the undoing, right? Oh, I think it was uh, the yeah. the one with um oh uh Hugh Grant and Yeah, the about, undoing. Like, the, the undoing. undoing, yeah. Now that yeah. that was a show where like all the episodes were good. Yeah, that was a great one. That yeah. was a show where all the episodes were good. Unlike Lovecraft Country where maybe the first two episodes were good and the rest of them just stunk on ice. Um, I, and I think you're being too kind. I thought every episode fucking sucked. Uh, I really <laughs> like the I really like the demon one, the Asian demon. That was awesome. Oh, the yes, yeah, that was that, that was that was good. But yeah, I, because that was really like not really part of the whole series. Right, like, it didn't fit alone. in completely. Right. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. I mean, the book was better. I mean, the book was a lot better. But I mean, the rest. Of, I mean, the rest of that 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 oh, series was just honestly. Rubbish. I was gonna read the book rubbish. and I didn't because of the show. Yeah, no, read not. the book. Read the book because the book the book isn't like Sterling, but the book is definitely better than the show. Yeah. Yeah. Well, after 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 what I saw, I, I, I probably will just leave, ignore the book too because I got so much. There's so little time and so many things to do. But oh, I, I trust me. I know. I know. And I, <laughs> I I've got things that I, I'm still trying to. I mean, I've down. I've I've really more had time to listen to audiobooks, and I've got so many in my queue right now. Yeah, there you go. Um, all right, sounds good. So uh, those are our uh, podcasts. So uh, that's a little more house cleaning. Uh, once again, the email is darkdiscussions.aol.com. The website is www.darkdiscussions.com. Uh, so let's go over our final thoughts once more on this episode here. Uh, the chef and the chore boy. So uh, what do we got, uh, Barrett? Let's start with you this time. I love the episode. Uh, it was It's a great show. Uh, you should be watching it if you're not. All right, sounds good. Uh, yeah, for me, um, yeah, it was, it was an absolutely great show. Uh, it was exciting. It had some uh, moments of, of uh, empathy. Um, makes Luffy even a greater character. Uh, again, the show just keeps on getting better and better. Uh, high recommend uh, for the episode and a high recommend for the television series. Uh, let's go with you, Kevin. Still a great show. Still glad to watch it. All right, sounds good. And let's go with you, Mr. Letts. I mean, not Mr. Letts. I already just did him. I mean, Mr. Mr. Fox. <laughs> Mr. Fox from Alberta. Uh, uh, again, such a strong episode, strong series, quality so high. Um, 
just watch it, enjoy it, love it, because this is this is a great, great entertainment. All right, sounds good. Uh, so let's see. Once again, this is uh, uh, the chef and the chore boy. Uh, it is the sixth episode of the season. Uh, next week's episode that we're going to discuss is The Girl with the Sawfish Tattoo. Uh, that one was directed by Joseph Vlodka and written by, my God, four people. Tiffany Gressler, Ian Stokes, Allison Weintraub, and Lindsay Gelfand. Uh, so we'll with that title, it. I think we know whose backstory we're going to get. <laughs> uh, I, I think I think you're right. Um, me, and Kat, me and Kevin already know, but yes, I think you've you've got the same conclusion that we already know. Um, so yes, this is um, what we're going to talk about next week. Uh, tonight's episode, hopefully, will be out tomorrow, October 11th, 2023. Um, usually, though, it comes out on Thursdays instead of Wednesdays due to uh, uh, prior engagements I have on Wednesdays. Uh, I don't have to go into the office tomorrow, um, so I can do it in the uh, morning or whatever. Don't. Yeah, I'll, I'll talk about it after. But um, either way, uh, uh, make sure you uh, follow us at uh, darkdiscussions.com, wherever podcasts are found. Email us again, darkdiscussions.aol.com, and put in Bowie Hancock or One Piece or some combination uh, in your subject, and we'll read your emails on the podcast. And uh, with that, all stated, Barrett, why don't you do this up? Thanks again for joining us on the podcast, Boa Hancock and the One Piece. I'm talking about the One Piece show. Uh, join us next week when we talk about the penultimate episode, episode seven.